just like that, we are back with the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. We've got me, Lauren Everts, from the Skinny Confidential, and Michael Bostick, my fiancé, Jordan over here to my right, and Taylor, the bare-naked cucumber on the sound. Um, really important, first things first, that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us five stars, and a review would be much appreciated. And if it's going to be a bad review, make sure you leave your first and last name so that we can make sure you are not a disgusting bridge troll. Michael, come on. Oh, we're going to start like that. I can't with you. (laughs) Uh, It's been a long day, you guys. Can you tell? Actually, it's been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. Um, So let's hop right into it. First of all, Taylor has gotten some amazing feedback on his bare naked cucumber. He's getting private messages. People are reaching out, asking to see the bare naked cucumber. I feel like we should make it a hashtag. Like he's never had before. It's hashtag like, bare naked cucumber is our new question. If you want to send a question, well, so I was walking down the street and some girl asked if she could see it. It was awkward. No, she didn't. Oh my god, I already can't with you guys. It's gonna be a long show today, you guys. I just, I, I can't. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about the weekend. Uh, first, let's let's hear about your weekend, Jordan, because we certainly saw it on Snapchat, and it was looking wild. Jordan was pretty nervous. She's like, does my voice sound scratchy? Because she was not feeling too hot. <laughs> I was singing the Carrie Underwood pretty intensely, and I'm just getting my voice back. But um, here, Stagecoach was a blast. If you've never been, I recommend going. There's great barbecue and great music. I gotta be honest, when I heard about Stagecoach, I thought to myself, oh my god, that sounds like my worst nightmare. Country music and Carrie Underwood. But then I, I saw you guys on Snapchat and it looked like you were having a lot of fun. Nico was frolicking around in the pool, spraying champagne. Nico's her boyfriend. Balls. Yeah, and also our lawyer. Um, shout out to Nico at In Becerra Law. If Ooh. you are in the jam, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it looked it looked like a lot of fun. It is fun. It's I mean the house is the best part. Like we get pretty crazy. We made some Jello shots and like did a little throwback to high school and college years. But it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, high school. I'm just talking how about many last times weekend. did you black out? <laughs> I don't black out. I try to keep it pretty PG. PG, but um, but I definitely enjoyed a few Jello shots and it was very fun. Yeah, it looked fun so we kind of um did a pool day on saturday we made skinny margaritas by the pool with weston who's in the other room hiding weston works with michael and i in the office and he came over and we did um, margaritas and guacamole and um, michael's dad made us these jalapeno burgers that he is like obsessed with like literally you'll tell him your whole entire family was murdered and he'll be like well what did you think of my jalapeno burger like, he's so <laughs> intense about these burgers. It's like, he thinks they're, like, gourmet. He kind of burnt them this time, though. No, for, listen, my dad is a character. I don't know if any of you see my Snapchat. He pops on there once in a while, and he's definitely a character. Um, he's literally talking about as he, burgers As he second. gets a little older, he reveals more and more. I've just learned that he now likes to lay naked out by the pool, and, <laughs> you know... We, we, me and my sister and Lauren, we, we pop in there every once in a while. I said, listen, guy, you're going to be doing that. Make sure I don't pop into the pool and find you out there. Yeah, you don't want to pop in at the wrong moment at our parents' house. So my dad's absurd. We go, and I said, look, we're going to have a couple people over. We're gonna, I like visiting their place because it's nice and peaceful. And we get there, and he wants to cook burgers. And we don't have tomatoes, so... Or the hamburger meat. Wait, or pause. Anything. You can't you can't cook anything at your dad's house if you don't have all the right ingredients, and it can't be just a tomato. It has to be a certain tomato from a certain market. So I'm just excited. Like I'm excited that. to tell this story with, with Jordan here because she doesn't know the story and she wasn't there. 
So I get to the house and I'm all ready to settle in and, and lay by the pool and relax. I'm like, get, you know, one day off without work. Me and Lauren are checked out. Wesson's there. Um, our, our buddies Rocco and Dante came over. You're Wesson's ready to relax. Over. I'm ready to relax. And, of course, my dad goes into full meltdown mode because we don't have any of the supplies. He refuses to let me get the tomatoes from where I was getting the hamburger meat. <laughs> he sends me in three different directions. And then not until I, I argued with him. I said, I don't want to go. He, we get into this huge thing. And I'm like, listen, this guy's having me over at his house. I don't want to piss him off. I want to get him the right tomatoes. Get him so I say, fine. <laughs> fine, Dad. I go, fine, guy. I'm going to go. I'm going to get the tomatoes. He goes, okay. So I get to the I get to the grocery store. The guy doesn't trust me that I went to the right place. He makes me put he makes me put the grocer, the guy in the produce section, on the phone. He, this he, is true, you guys. He like, makes we me, can't make He this makes up. me find the produce guy and literally put him on the cell phone with him. So I get there, and of course, of course, they're out of the tom- the heirloom tomatoes. They're out of season. <laughs> so the grocer, the, the guy, the guy in the produce section. I literally, I was like, listen, I know this is really strange. I need to put you on the phone with my dad, and I need you to tell my dad. That they're out of they're out of season because if I show if I show up again without the tomatoes he's never gonna believe me he already gotten a whole thing about it so this poor guy is like god damn it you know he's at, he's, he's working he doesn't want to be on the phone he's, he's it's Saturday he's wrestling with the fruit the fruit cartons and next <laughs> thing he knows he's talking to my dad and my dad is screaming in his ear about tomatoes wait his because, dad is so loud you guys yeah. he's literally the loudest person yeah, maybe, ever met. he's not screaming because he's angry he's screaming because he, he couldn't hear him so well. <laughs> So this grocer, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm in the middle of the store, the grocer's holding the phone six feet away from his head with, in fear of ripping his eardrum out, and so finally I get my, I go, listen, I told you, I promise they're not here. So he goes, okay, just forget the tomatoes, they weren't a big deal anyway. <laughs> Classic <gasps> GB. So then, so then he gets on the grill, he's had, he's like three margaritas deep. He gets on the grill and makes us his jalapeno burgers that he talks about like from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day, and he burns them. Well, he burns them. No, he he burns them. Yeah, he and your mom them. was so pissed and over him. So we all like were looking forward to these burgers that he talks about like every second, and they're burnt. Yeah. So he's sitting there eating these burgers, and he's going on some rant about why he. He's doesn't like, like David Hasselhoff, like he's, shoving. He's, the eating, the, he's eating the burgers, and he's going on a rant about why he doesn't like a wet swimming suit on his body when he's out by the pool, which is why you know he may go in there naked. And so I'm like, you know, this is just a little too much. I've had enough. And then he, you know... I mean, I'm not mad about Susan Sr.'s, um, you know, snap material. I get great snap material out of it, yeah. so I, I mean, I'm good with it. But I did hear a couple of stories that I don't know that I was supposed to hear. Have you ever heard a story of someone sending someone to the grocery store and making him get the grocer on the phone about a tomato? Yeah, your dad. It's so your dad. He, every time he sends me to the store, he's like, put the guy in the meat department on. I want to see what they have. The, the guys, like, know him at the checkout line. Like, I'm not even joking. He knows, like, all their names. I feel like he spends more time at the grocery store than he spends at your house. He That might be true. Literally every time. And he loves Costco. Don't we, I mean, we could go on and on for hours about Gary and Costco and grocery stores. If anyone from Costco is listening and you want your number one spokesman, you need to hire my dad. Oh, I call him Gare Bear. His name's Gary, but I make this name Gare Bear. And so he loves his name. Sometimes I call him Susan, too, when he's not looking. But, um, yeah, if you guys want to hear grocery tips, maybe one time I'll have him on the Skinny Confidential and he can, like, share where he gets each of his things because he's very specific. Okay. Um, So, I am doing, like, a very strict summer tone-up plan. Um, I'm doing, like, you know, a lot of protein, um, a lot of low-carb, just not that fun, nothing fun, actually. So, I'm kind of hangry kind of is an understatement yeah no I'm not like hungry like I'm full but I would love a good piece of sourdough with like some Kerrygold butter I'm not gonna lie um 
so anyways, I'm, I'm doing, I'm being really like, um, regimed. I'm, I'm, you know, eating my chicken last night with my broccoli and my lemon and having like sparkling water. And Michael walks in and immediately he has like this guilty look on his face. And when you're hangry, your senses are like very strong. I don't know if it was so much guilt as not wanting to get my head bitten off. So I'm like, where were you? You're late. Like, we, we, we left the office at the same time. Like, what's going on? And I see, peeking behind his back, like the smallest piece of an In-N-Out cup. It wasn't even a bag. It was the cup. He didn't think I would notice. I feel like it was a water cup. Or was that Coke? No, it was Coca-Cola. Okay. And I almost bit his head off and ate it for dinner. How could he go to In-N-Out when I have to sit there with plain chicken and broccoli and lemon. No, but you know what is the worst part? And you should maybe feel bad for me in this situation. I I didn't want to get caught with the in and out, right? But I knew that I had to get home. And I knew that there was like, we left the office at a, around the same time. So you're gonna be like, where the hell did this guy go, you know? So I swooped into the in and out drive through I grabbed my double-double, animal style, and- You must have shoved it down your throat. That's why I'm saying it's a sad story because I was literally driving down the freeway with one hand slamming a burger down my throat with sauce all over my face. How could you do that to me, though? Like I didn't need knew. to do it to you. I just forgot to get rid of the cup because I was still thirsty. Okay. I needed a nice ice-cold Coca-Cola to wash it down. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nice well, burger, if nice you guys are interested in toning up, I'm, I'm going to put the plan on the Bombshell Body Guide. Um, it's super easy. It's, um, you know, like I said, high protein, high fats, and um, low carb. But hopefully it'll tighten up my ass for summer. Is it looking tighter? It's looking pretty tight. You're looking pretty tight? Pretty, pretty Thanks, tight. Thanks, Tay. Ew. All <laughs> right. Wes, is it looking tight? Yeah, Wes gave me a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Wes goes mute when we go on this because he so gets I'm, I'm excited lately. We've been getting, finally, finally, we've been getting some pretty good feedback on the show. Um, my whole theories of launching fast and throwing it out there are coming true. Lauren is finally looking at me. She's becoming happy with the product. Um, Lauren was, is a perfectionist she was a and perfect, yeah. doesn't like doing things half-assed. No, listen, guys, I've been talking about it like since since the beginning, and if you've seen my Snapchats, I believe that you need to launch a product fast. You need to get out there in front of consumers. You need to get the feedback. And you need to adjust from there. Um, we definitely launch with a raw product out of our house. With raw the, is right. Raw is right, yeah. Raw is Without right. Without the best sound equipment. And we By really raw, taking, we mean echoing, yeah, and echoing and yeah. dogs barking. I stabbed myself because it wasn't perfect. But you know, um, some really exciting things are starting to happen because of it. We're getting some good feedback. The sound quality is better. Um, we're having fun with it. We're having fun. We've kind of got a rhythm going, you know, and so uh, we're excited. But my whole point is, if you're thinking about launching a business or launching anything, don't be scared to launch it fast with not a perfect uh, picture perfect product. Get it out there and um, and get some feedback and adjust. Lauren, what do you think now? Now that you've seen the results of getting something out there like this, what do you, what do you think? Do you agree with me or do you Ideally, still Ideally, I would like to launch with a perfect product. It's just my personality. I do think there's a medium between what you're saying and what I'm saying, but I will say that we're um, we're we're making some moves with this podcast that we wouldn't be making had we not launched. So I definitely see your point. Um, but yeah, I think I think that it's good that we did what we did, but that doesn't mean I didn't want to stab my eyeballs out when it wasn't perfect. I read a quote the other day in this book I read. It said, if you're not embarrassed by your first product, then you launch too late. What do you think about that? 
I'm always late, so, you know, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I just found an Instagram that I'm going to post with you later. Oh, great. Can't wait. It's a it's a guy sitting in a car outside, dead as a skeleton, saying, are you, are you almost ready? Weston said, are you, Weston's turning. Weston's getting so mad because he's not getting photo cred. Yeah, he got photo cred. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a guy that's literally a, a dead skeleton in the truck, and the girl says, I'm, o- I'm almost ready. He's, okay, well, why don't you just accept that that's how women are and, like, get off my back about it? I, I We've been together for so long, and he still doesn't realize that you're supposed to tell me a half an hour before. So if I'm supposed to be there at 5, tell me 4.30. It's it's not that hard. I don't I don't understand. I, I lie to Lauren all the time. Everyone lies. Besides you, it's so weird. I tell her I'm pulling in when I'm literally leaving my house 20 minutes away. That's I true. She does do that. Remember when lie. you picked me up in an Uber to go to Pilates and you were like, I, I feel like you said, oh yeah, I'm, like, I'm just pulling up and like, I don't know, it was perfect timing. Okay, anyways, let's get into the show. We've got four questions today. A little bit of biz, a little bit of fun, a little bit of psychoness. Um, I'll go ahead and let Jordan ask the first question. Okay, the first question is from Libby D, and she asks, My ex is legit psycho. He's doing things straight out of fatal attraction. Have you guys ever had to deal with a crazy ex? Help, please, in all caps, by the way. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, 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 haven't you had to deal with some psychos? Um... I may still be dealing with one. Yeah, well, I'm psycho. Don't forget it. Like, I'm, I'm crazy. I don't know. Why don't, you t- why don't you tell the first story? I'll be surprised if you can top some of mine, but... About my psycho exes? Well, so what does she want? She wants to know some stories, and then she wants to know no, what, let's, what you can do to help? No, let's tell a couple stories first, and then we'll, like, round it out. Um, okay, so, I mean, I've had, I've had, like, boring ones, like letters on cars, like guys waiting outside when I was in school for me. Um, yeah, all the normal ones. Yeah, just like just like the normal <laughs> ones. Um, I, I feel like you should tell yours because they really taught mine. Well, without getting into too much detail. Uh, but gonna... here's her name. No, 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 no. I had a girl um, bite through a wine glass one no, time. No, set the story. Like, you can't, what do you mean? You can't just bite through a wine glass. Like, Okay, I... long story short, <laughs> we were seeing each other, then we weren't. Wait, what does seeing each other mean? Seeing each other, you know. Like seeing each other like, or seeing, seeing each like, other? Like seeing, I saw her a couple times. You going saw, steady. Going, yeah, I don't know how Oh my God, is that what you t- call it? So anyways, going steady? Listen, guys, don't hold this against me. We're talking like college years here, so it's been a long time. And, and if I was single now, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd probably just sit there with a blank stare. It's been, I've been I'm in a relationship now for eight years, so I'm pretty if much dead If you were single, single, you'd be dead. Yeah, I'm pretty much done to the single world. But anyways, um, we're seeing each other, then we weren't. I was I had the type of personality where like, a lot of guys. I would Weston's be crying, laughing because he went to college. With really, really into something, and then I just wouldn't be in it. And I always thought there was something wrong with me. Um, I kind of did a post about this on Lauren's site, but I, I just realized that you know, um, I I don't know. I just wasn't that into it. Okay, so get so with anyways, the story. So I was into it, hot and heavy, real quick, and then I was done. I was okay. over it. And I guess I probably didn't handle that the best way. Girls don't like to just be told, "Hey, I'm done." Like they want like a much no. You don't say. So I probably could have handled it a little better. But um, probably. Long story short, I was sitting in my apartment one day, and um, she busted in, and I won't say who. And she was drinking <laughs> wine, and we were all in a community. And what do you mean a community? Well, she was sitting there, and I was like, "Look, it's over." And she started drinking the wine, and next thing I know, the wine glass was broken, and she was chewing the glass, and the blood was dripping out of her mouth. Well, that's a surefire Jordan way is looking to at me not like get she, you back. Jordan is looking. That's at me. like some vampire shit right there. Why would she eat glass? I don't know, but well, was, she, she really, was she eating it? Like, show me. Well, not what she eating was it, doing. but it was just like she bit into it. It ripped her mouth open. I kind of remembered as she was eating it. She probably just cut her mouth and spit it out. But was she trying to scare you? Because that's terrifying. Well, I don't know if she was trying, but she sure did. <laughs> uh, did you date her again? <laughs> no, I didn't. 
One time, a girl hit me with a Jetta. Another girl. Yeah, clipped me in the back of the legs. Took me right out. Um, I kind of deserved that one. (laughs) You won't get into why. Um, Have I done anything psycho to you? I feel like I'm, like... I mean, I tell you. I'm I mean, not like not in those leagues. You haven't hit me with your car yet, and you haven't. I would hit you with my car though if you did something that really pissed me off. Okay, but like the question. So how do you? I mean, what did you, what did you do to deal with it? Um, what do you do to deal with it? I don't know. I mean, I Michael guess, ran away. I ran away. I ran. <laughs> I, I cowered and ran. Here's the thing. The problem with psycho exes is that the more you ignore them, the worse it is. And I have experience with with someone that will not be named that I dated for a long time that the more I ignored him, he became even more, like, obsessed. So if you're going to ignore them, just know that. Um, I would continue to ignore, even though it makes them worse, and, like, let them go off and be psycho. I've known girls that have to get restraining orders because it got so bad. Hopefully it doesn't get that bad for you, but I guess my, my thing would be to just wipe them from your life and ignore them and delete their number and just push them away. Completely. Yeah, I think looking back on it, I probably would have given a better explanation. Maybe I didn't give the best explanation. I don't know. Of, of your psychoness? No, not of, I don't, I'm not psycho. No, oh, no. to the girl. So maybe she didn't know Oh, it was I over. see what you're saying. You're saying that, that you would have given a better explanation to the psycho. Yeah, but you know what? I was 20-something years old or 18 years old. You know, I don't know what to do. I just thought, like, when you know, kids, when you're done, you're done. But I guess, you know... I don't really have a good answer for this because I just I've been single for or I haven't been single for so long that I don't even know what to do about this. I, I know for sure I didn't handle it very well in the past considering I got hit by a car. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor have you had any psycho exes? Um, unfortunately, I don't think so. Unfortunately, I, I, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I've always felt like <laughs> creepy and I've weird. Felt like it's, hearing these stories, I kind of idolize it as going, "Wow!" Like I would have liked to just been in that situation and have some girl obsessed. And Taylor's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Calling all glass chewers and car runner overs. Taylor is looking for you and ready to have you get psycho on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would just I would say um don't give the psycho any ammunition because they just they just get worse. Just ignore, ignore, ignore. Yeah, and maybe looking back if I could give some practical advice, it'd be upfront with somebody, give them a reason as to why, you know, you're you're breaking up. Don't don't leave them any wiggle room, you know. That's I mean, I some saying. are just like Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction, though. They just don't stop. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they'll get the point. And the worst is, and though, I feel your, like uh, now with social media, like, can you imagine you having social media in college? Can you imagine? No, like, thank God. just imagine that. Weston, imagine you guys all have social media in college. There's probably some people that know me from college listening to this and be like, oh, imagine if that motherfucker had social media. If you have people from your college that are listening to this that dated you, then they're still psycho. <laughs> Um, so, anyways, um, let's so watch your back in the parking lot. <laughs> let's move into the next question. Okay, the next question is from Frank, and he asks, you guys seem like you get a lot done. How do you make time for work, working out, and still find time to have a life? It feels impossible. Well, Frank, I don't have a life. <laughs> Newsflash. No. Um, it's hard. I mean... How do I have time to have a life? I, I, you have to schedule everything, um, and I've learned that the hard way. You literally have to schedule from the second you get up to the second you go to bed, um, and you have to also learn to delegate. Um, I always find time to work out. 
and you don't. Well, I do. I don't. Oh, so I prioritize a lot of things. I should probably prioritize working out more. I've, I've consistently worked out. You should probably prioritize like um, no, I've consistently worked oil out. on your forehead yeah. too. You got to put some oil on your forehead. Yeah, I've consistently worked out my whole life, so I feel like I can pick it back up pretty good. I I, I don't like. I'm not one of those people that likes working out. A lot of people feel like like they get a release or they get a rush. I know it's something I have to do, so I do it. But I honestly hate working out. I really don't like it. I've, I've done it my whole I mean, life. I don't like it. It's boring. No one likes working out. Like, it's no boring. one's like, oh, yippee, I get to go work out. I do. No, let me, let, me, let me rephrase it. There's a lot of people that don't like working out. It's boring. But, and so they, they don't, they feel weird when saying that. They're like, oh, like, how can you say you don't like working out? Or, like, working out sucks or it's boring. Like, working out does suck. It's boring. There's, it's repetitive. There's, it's, mind, it's mindless. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm somebody that likes to be fully engaged and, like, use my mind a lot. So I get bored just clanking weights around or running on a do treadmill. Do what I do. I'm listening to podcasts every time I work out now. So I'm yeah. listening to TED Talks and um, other podcasts so I can be doing two things at once since I'm such a multitasker, and it's really helping me work out. But I actually look forward to it now. So what, what I will say, though, is I'm a disciplined person, so I do work out. And to answer this question about how I find time for work and working out and have a life, this is an easy one for me. I, I talk about this all the time. I literally schedule out every single hour of my day. I've showed people on Snapchat. I've showed Lauren it multiple times. She doesn't seem to want to listen to me sometimes. No, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm, but, tr- I'm trying to learn. What I think what I think would help Lauren, what I think would help Jordan, what I think would help everybody is you really need to schedule out your time. And, and when you're, when, say you schedule a time to do emails, maybe from 8 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock in the morning. During that time, you should not be doing anything but your emails. You should not be returning phone calls. You should not be talking to coworkers. You should not be looking on social media. I promise you that if you do that and dedicate your full attention to whatever task it is at hand, you will get it done a lot faster and more efficiently. What do you think? Um, I, I do agree with you. I think time blocking is amazing. But as a woman, and you can attest to this, it multitasking is like ingrained in us well first of all like multitasking, multitasking doesn't exist oh here we go oh my gosh do we really want to go off on this tangent frank was just asking a measly question no no i'm not going to go more on that so i'm just saying multitasking as a actual concept does not exist it's it, it, it exists but it's a bad it's, it's it exists in a bad space the human brain can only process so many complex tasks at one time so multitasking is actually inefficient they if did a bunch a of man. studies on this no if you're i'm a man just animal. kidding um, but I think that's an excuse. Like, you make an excuse for yourself. Um, no, I'm not making an excuse. I just have trouble doing one thing at once. I can't help it. I think you. I think it's the opposite. I think you have trouble... Doing a lot of things at once. Doing a lot of things at once, and you don't want to admit that you're scared to just do one thing at once. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's hard to do one thing at once. Don't you feel like that? Especially with our business. I feel like I get I totally get the most done when I'm not multitasking and I just lock myself in a room and just power through it. Um, but I like to multitask when I'm doing like mindless things. Like I'll I'll talk on the friend and catch up with a or I'll talk on the phone and catch up with a friend while I'm cleaning or something. That kind of multitasking totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. If this is more for complex tasks. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to learn to time block. I I would recommend everyone getting one of those time block cubes. Um, I'll do a post on it. It's really 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 helped me. I got it off Amazon, and it looks like a dice. I think it's important for people to understand that, you know, part of your day really should go towards scheduling, planning. planning I know that's weird. That's weird. Like people like, don't think talk about more, that. Like okay, I saw you, Michael last night. We're in bed. What are you checking, honey? Go ahead. Michael last night. We're in bed, and he whips out his phone. It's like ten o'clock at night. I'm watching Housewives. And he starts 
scheduling tomorrow and he's scheduling down to when we're having dinner at the house or when you're sneaking in and out in and um it was it was like amazing i was like what are you doing he says he's he's time blocking each each hour of the day each you you do like 10 minutes at a time i feel like yeah no i schedule i'll schedule 15 minute intervals even for reading i'll schedule 10 minute intervals for breaks don't you also schedule when you're gonna schedule yeah i have it scheduled tonight to schedule between 9 and 9 30 to schedule my whole day for tomorrow you know, oh, obviously... I scheduled sex at that time. Is that going well, I, 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 I had the calendar I might invite have to move, sent to I might you. have to rearrange some things. Okay, I'll schedule it from 9.31 to 9.32. Okay, I hope that answers your question, Frank. Get a time cube. It will help. Okay, what's next? Nina Morrison asks, Do you and Michael have any tips regarding public speaking and effectively conveying your ideas to an audience without getting too nervous? I think you can answer this question a lot better. Lauren just recently did some public speaking, and I know she was really nervous about it before she did, and she went into it and absolutely crushed it, and I think she has a different perspective on it now. Okay, here's the thing, you guys. I spoke in public, and I don't know what was wrong with me, but I was so, so nervous to the point where it was pathetic. I, I, was, I thought I was going to like not be able to speak when I got on stage. Um, so what I did was I just really tried to come prepared. Um, I wrote out all my notes on note cards and just like planned a strategy. And when I got up there, it was surprisingly a lot more easy to speak in front of an audience than I had anticipated. And I had a couple sips of champagne before, I'm not going to lie. Um, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I actually ended up loving it. But I will tell you before I got on stage and you both saw me, I was a full-blown mess but what was so like what was your I don't know I all of a sudden at this age got like a complex I'm so used to being behind the computer and typing and and talking through through Instagram and through snapchat that being on stage gave me all of a sudden this rush of anxiety that I had never had so what was your like what was the thing that turned it like how did you end up conquering that fear and how did you end up doing like you did really really well I was there I was actually nervous for you before you went up I thought I was filming the whole thing on snapchat what did you think I was gonna do I didn't know I was just nervous that you were nervous so I was trying to act like there was no big deal like you're gonna crush it which you did you but were like, nervous well I was you nervous. didn't tell me you were I nervous. was nervous that you were gonna fuck it up you what if I, mean? I did well then I would just be like I would creep out the back door no, <laughs> would you really have no no no, I would no have. Michael was texting me the whole time like I'm so nervous for Lauren but I know she's gonna do great like you are cute yeah don't you know, don't don't hurt my hard exterior. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I was nervous for you, but so I was wondering, like, you got up there and you and it was almost like it was a different person, like, or it was the person that I know. You weren't nervous at all. So, like, what what can we tell this person to, that helped you conquer? I would say that, fear? that I made note cards and I went over it, but I didn't memorize. I think that's where the the bat and and I practiced for Jordan. It wasn't memorized. It was just we had a conversation and I spoke in front of her and it was really comfortable. Don't memorize anything because if you memorize, that's more pressure than already like the speech. So I went up there and I just winged it, but I also had like an outline of what I was going to say. So it, it just kind of intertwined. And I'm telling you, once you're up there and once you're in front of the audience, it is so much easier. Um, and it helps if you know the topic. Like they were asking you about blogging and you're a blogger. You've been doing this for how long now? So it's your profession. You know what you're talking about. Exactly. And when you know when you're, what you're talking about, it's, it's a lot easier. I mean, next time I feel like we should bring Weston in on this question because Weston is a great let's not even speaker. Let's not even get into that. But you know what's funny <laughs> is that like Jordan brings that up is the whole time when, when you were acting like you were so nervous about public speaking, 
I kept saying to you, I'm like, hey, it's not like they're asking you questions about bioengineering or like how to build a steamship. Like they're asking you about shit you do every single day. I know, but that was even more intimidating for some reason because people want value when they're coming to a speech like that about something that you do every day. So I don't know why, but it was just intense pressure. And listen, you guys, I have I've been on stage. I've I've done the whole like acting ballet tap dance routine that everyone in the world has done. I've been I've been like in front of people. It's not like I've never done it. But for some reason, talking about my profession that I care so much about, that I'm so passionate about, um, and making sure that that came through to the audience was so important to me that it was, like, almost debilitating to you know, get up there. You, you know, like, in this, I'm not going to harp on this too much. It comes down to, like, not being bullshit and authenticity and knowing what you're talking about. I think if you go into any public speaking engagement or any conversation and you actually know what you're talking about and you're not bullshit – You'll do fine because you're going to be like, oh, I do this shit every day and I talk about this every day. Like, So no, if you had to give no like a speech on chihuahuas, you would be fine. Oh, my God. I could give a Pulitzer Prize winning speech. Really? But anyways, so <laughs> wow, you know confidence. what else surprisingly has helped me, which is non-traditional, and I think that you know you didn't have this tool years ago, and I swear to God I'm not joking and I'm not lying at all, is Snapchat. Snapchat This has is me. the third plug you've done on your Snapchat. I, third I'm not plug. Even, I won't even plug my name. Michael Watson. <laughs> but I swear to God, I'm not joking. I was talking to Weston about this the other day, and I said, honestly, since I've got Snapchat and I've started filming videos and then pressing my story and sending it out there to all these people, I have gotten way more comfortable on camera. I've gotten way more comfortable public speaking. I've got way more comfortable with myself. I really think it's a really good place to practice, and it's a safe place to practice because you kind of control a little bit what you put out there. No, someone told me I look paste. I looked pasty the other day when I was talking. Yeah, I get all you know, people say shit to me all the time. But my, the point is, is like if you can consistently talk as yourself on Snapchat and then have the confidence to not send it to your friends, but put it to my story for anyone to see. It it really is a confidence builder, and I think that if you're sitting there and you're like, ah, I don't have a tool to practice public speaking, honestly, try practicing on Snapchat for a few days and tell me what you think because I really do think it's a really helpful tool. That's a good tip. Good advice, honey. You're full of them today. Okay, what's the next question? Last and final. Last question is from Simon, and he asks, what do you do when you want to start a business but don't have any money and you have a family to support? I have three children, and I'm scared to take the risk. Do you want me to go, or do you want to go? You can go. Okay, uh, Simon, you know, I get these questions a lot on my Snapchat, and I hear these a lot, like, Again, this is going to sound harsh, but Uh-oh. people are always looking for excuses of why they can't do something. I don't have children, so I'm not going to pretend like I understand what it is, but I do have financial responsibilities, and I take risks all the time, uh, seven days a week, 365. And what I would say is, look, if you have a stable job right now and you are supporting your family, that's great, but what are you doing between the hours of 7 till 2 in the morning? Well, he's probably sleeping. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Simon, you need to get your ass up out of oh bed. Oh, my God, my No, I'm being serious. You need to get up out of bed. There's plenty of ways that, like yesterday, for example, I built a, I, I don't build websites, but I, I'm working on a project with my buddies, and I built out my very first e-commerce site using Shopify. How long did it take? Honestly, it took me like four hours, but that's because I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, so four hours it took you to build a full-blown site. A full-blown functional site. I mean, yes, it's not it perfect. It did look good, I saw It's it. not perfect. It looks good. You know, you could probably make some tweaks here and there. It ended up costing me. I ended up buying a theme on Shopify. and shop, This is a good Shopify plug. 
for like 120 bucks and I, I bought a couple widgets for maybe 10 bucks a month. So I'm probably in the project like 150 bucks. Simon, if you don't have that money, you can also go on wordpress.org. That's a site that Lauren's that Lauren's I blog uses. I love wordpress.org. You Taylor guys and I have that. some web properties. Taylor uses WordPress. I, I, Jordan's used WordPress. Taylor watches porn on WordPress. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, it's a it's another free website service. You can get out there. You can create uh, you can create your own website free of charge. I mean, it's a good place to start starting any business. Everything you know is heading towards online. And then you know you can work on this stuff slowly but surely. Along the way, you can launch slow. You don't need to go balls to the walls out the gate. You can, or you can launch fast. Let me tell you something. I launched this podcast with, or we launched this podcast. Lauren's looking at me like. Like I'm in a stabbing. Yeah. Okay. We launched this podcast with a couple hundred bucks in equipment. Really. Like it doesn't take a lot to, to get something together. You're, it's, it's 2016. Technology exists. The internet exists. Like you can do a lot more outside of your job now. Also start a podcast. <laughs> Take, take an hour and tell us about your three kids, Simon. Tell us what it's like to have three kids and a family and do a podcast about families. Start a blog. Take an hour a day. Spend an hour a day on your blog seven days a week. There's so much you can do with social media and the internet. There's actually no excuse for you not to do something productive every single day towards a larger goal. I am a big fan, and I will keep saying this till I'm blue in the face, then chip at, at chipping away every single day, even if it's an hour towards something that's a bigger picture goal. So say you're working a nine to five, you have three kids, you're completely overwhelmed. You can find one hour every day, seven days a week to work towards a bigger picture. Big success comes from tiny little things. That's how extraordinary success happens. Every single person that's successful says that. So my advice would be to take an hour a day, time block it with a cube, chip away, and um, you'll be good. No, but I mean, a lot of people think that in order to start something or do something, they need to quit their job and that's all that they can. I mean, there are 24 hours in the day. There's plenty of resources online. There's there's plenty of things you can do now to launch a business slowly. You don't need to go from home, yeah, from, from home. home, from home. Little Johnny sitting on your lap, little Susie pulling at your apron. You can do it, right, honey? I don't know about Johnny and Susie, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm harsh on people when they say that because I get that you have kids. I get that you have financial responsibilities. I get that you're busy. I get that you're tired, but so what? I mean, honestly, so what? Uh, business is not supposed to be easy. If you have an idea... You're like Corella DeVille today. No, I mean, I just... I think that people need a little bit of a, a wake-up call and say, listen... You're going to go through your whole life, you have this great business idea, and, and you're going to get to your deathbed, and you're, if you hadn't tried it, and you're sitting there, you're going to have a huge regret, so you might as well take a chance and do it. I mean, you know what? Honestly, your kids can live on a little less, you can live on a little less, you can struggle for a little while, you can try something, and guess what? Worst case scenario, you go back to exactly what you're doing right now, which is your job, but you might as well get out there and take a chance. I mean, money is fleeting, it comes and goes, really, it does, and people figure out life. Okay, guys, that is it. We talked about some major realness today, including public speaking, psychos, time blocking, and taking risks. If you want to hear your question answered on the Ask Him and Her podcast, just use the hashtag Ask Him and Her on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating, and we will see you next week. Yeah, and you know what else I think I'm going to do? Ugh. <laughs> 
And you know, I think I'm actually going to create an email called podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com where they can send questions in there because a lot of people want to email their questions in. You and, do that. You do yeah. that. Okay. Zoe, All right. Jordan, can you get that? Yeah. Okay. All, right. All right. I'll be right on that. All right. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs>